Now, folks, we're going to save you. We're not going to sing. I had to open us up today, <laughs> but uh, I am glad that you came back. It must not have been too bad if you tuned into today's, you know, uh, episode with us. Then we must not have ran you off. But welcome oh, back to the Red River I Rising. Thought, I thought you were going to do your version of paparazzi. Yeah, no, no, because <laughs> then they would definitely never sign back in. That that would be the end of it right there. And you might have to have some kind of like ear implant work done or something <laughs> afterwards. But I, it's funny here at church. When they sing, I always make sure my mic is muted. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. But folks, welcome to the Red River Rising again. Pastor Mike along with author Rick Salcedo and, uh, we, we, we got into a new topic last time. We're, we're loving this format, or at least I am. I'm having a great time with it, but, um, we're looking at, um, you know, life, um, real apical, applicable, app, well, that's, uh, let me just, uh, let me just change that word. <laughs> Life lessons here that we need to look at and what we need to do. And, and, uh, Rick, what we're talking about is called a time to submit and a time to resist. And, uh, last time you closed us out here with, with telling us when is the time to submit and when it's not to very briefly touch base on that. And then let's get us into to today's lesson. Okay. Well, we talked about, um, you know, if the, People in authority over us, civil authority, recognize that they're accountable to God and they're honestly looking out for our welfare, mm-hmm. then we should submit. The word of God tells us to submit to them. Right. Okay. Now, if they deviate from that, yeah. they've become corrupted. So the question is, when do we continue to submit? When do we resist? Yeah. Okay. And our next verse is Titus chapter three, verse one, and it says, remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities to obey and to be ready for every good work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the word of God wants us to submit to those in authority over us. That's right. Because uh you know, God has allowed them to be in those leadership positions. That's right. There there's there is a purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they they can't abuse that position on their part. Right. You know, as long as they don't abuse the position on their part, then we're obligated to submit to them. That's right. That's right. And um you know, being in leadership isn't an easy task. And no, you touched not. on that earlier, uh, in the other podcast. Um, you know, when I was in the army, I had a company command and it was 300 soldiers. Oh, goodness. And it was a heavy burden. Yeah. It was, it was. And so now what I gleaned from that is I will not step into a leadership role, take on the leadership mantle unless I know that I know that I know <laughs> it's from God. Right, right. Because, you know, the worldly status or, you know, just to hold that position or have that power over people to me isn't worth the headache. Yeah. You know, I mean, unless you're in it for yourself yeah. and you're in it to glean what you can get out of it. But if you earnestly are trying to take care of the people you're in charge of, mm-hmm. it is a heavy burden. See, and I believe that's what's happened to a lot of politicians today. It's, it's not about serving the people. It's not about being elected by the people for the people. It's more about being elected because I want this position because of the clout and procedure and the pride that comes with it of holding that, yeah. that position. Well, you know, what did, uh, you know, the congresswoman from New York uh, AOC. Uh-huh. Yeah. When she got elected, she was quoted as saying, you know, I'm the boss now. Right. Okay. She didn't say I'm the servant of the people. Right. She said, I'm the boss. And she was referring to being a crime, uh, a, pol- a political boss. Yeah. Not a crime right. boss. I'm sorry. <laughs> a political boss. Um, you know, and I think of like in our history, boss tweed, Tammany hall, yeah. You know, things like that where they used politics to enrich themselves. That's right. You know, and then they were, they were, basically money laundering embezzling taxpayer money yeah. you know but you know buying off judges and officials and and just you know 
controlling everything. No, but the other side of that is that, um, you know, if there are, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back to Ronald Reagan. You know, there are people that have been, you know, placed in positions that really were for the people. And Ronald Reagan, I believe, was one of those presidents as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he was not perfect by any means, flawed as many of, you know, there were. But, you know, if you look at the policies and procedures that he really was put into place, uh, you know, his his goal, and I'm even going to say Trump. Now, I, I didn't like his mouth very much, but Trump's. Trump's a lot of his policies were for the people. They were. I mean, I, I lived better during his presidency mm-hmm. than I had the entire the past eight years previous. Yeah, I mean, his policies took power out of Washington, power right. and money out of Washington. That's right. And gave it back to the people. That's, that's right. why they didn't like him, and that's why they worked so hard to, to get rid of him. And which is also, to me, a point of being of this. This fits now, even though his mouth doesn't fit in the Word of God. I mean, truth be told, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't care for his mouth, mm. but his policies that he did lined up with the people. Mm. I mean, he moved the embassy back to Jerusalem. He mm-hmm. he did all these things that were in line, uh, was pro uh, pro pro uh, 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 pro life. You know what I'm saying? Was, mm. was uh, wanted to defund government money going into abortions. Uh, you know, everything that he did along these lines were things that, as a Christian, we should be submissive to because of his actions. Not his word, yeah. but his actions. Yeah. Were- we um, we are a personality-based society. Right, right. We judge people based on their personalities when we should be judging them on their character. I agree. And, and Jesus said, how do you know a good tree? From a bad tree, yeah, the fruit the that fruit. it bears. Yeah. So you look at the results of President Trump's policies. Yes, I agree. And, you know, I, I sent out a tweet uh, earlier today that said, um, I'm old enough to remember when the great resistance, in quotes, um, saved us from low gas prices, uh, low taxes, you know, energy dep- dominance, yeah. um, you know, uh, secure borders. That's right. And, and uh Unemployment, record unemployment for all, you know, manufacturing coming back to this country. And most of all from mean tweets. Yeah, and, and here he is. And <laughs> you know? even though, uh, you know, and you so, this over, and to the religious aspect for us as well, there was a national day of prayer that, that he instituted. Yeah, um, he was the one that signed into law that uh, we'd have that Vietnam Veterans Memorial Day. That is correct. That we had a couple days ago. Yeah, just a few days ago, as a matter of yeah. fact. That's right. So th- that's what I'm saying. So even though his mouth not been lined up, but everything else with him that he did, and 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 he and he went against the grain to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I'd be submissive yeah. underneath that. And you know, you know what? Um, who else kind of fit that mold? Who's that? Jesus. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he went against the grain. That's right. He spoke uh, back to the Pharisees yeah. and, and the lawyers and all that. That's right. And and he was highly unpopular, That's and right. they did everything they could to get rid of him, That's too. Right. Now, folks, we're not calling no. President Trump Jesus. No, we're not. Don't, don't, don't be writing me no letters or, just, or calling me or nothing else We're here. just uh, pointing out the similarities in their, right. in their actions and their policies and, and how the worldly powers reacted to him that's exactly right and now and, and here's the thing and people say oh well, you, you know you, you you're cherry picking you're cherry picking no i'm not I, i'm looking at the majority overall of things that were within his power to do right mm-hmm. not within congress and everybody else right but yeah. was, what was within his direct power to do yeah he was I mean, on point a lot of times congress backed him into a quarter that's exactly right. i remember if he wanted to fund the military and make it strong he had to sign a uh government funding bill that was just yeah. full of pork yeah, yeah. and and right. just inflated with Gender spending neutral study money whatever you yeah know, throwing and the stuff. Yeah. you know and and so 
those opposed to President Trump would like to point that out. Well, he, you know, he spent all this money, but he was backed into the corner and pretty much blackmailed into doing it, you know, by the corrupt political system we have in Washington. You know, people that have been there so long, they lose touch of the American people and they play these political games to enrich themselves. You know, because the more money the government spends, the harder it is to account for it. Yeah. And the easier it is to funnel it back to yourself or your associates. Sure. You know, through money laundering. Yeah. You know. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Let's move on to our next verse there. Bro. All right. Our next one is First Peter chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. And it says, Therefore, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme or to the governors, as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. Mm-hmm. So here's another uh, verse that references, you know, doing good. So civil leaders are supposed to encourage and support those citizens that do good for the community. Right. Okay. And it also says that we're, we're to submit to the laws, you know, city ordinances, the state laws, the federal laws. We should submit to those. Um, whether it comes, you know, from the king, so whether it's federal level or state level or local level, we should submit to those laws. Um, because, you know, this verse says that God allows them to be in that position of civil authority to punish evildoers and to, and to praise those who do good. Yeah. Okay. And there's a verse, and I can't remember exactly where it's at, but, you know, it talks about, uh, you know, the hearts of the kings are in the palm of God's hands. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so God can, 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 could do what he wants to do, get his, and you and I kind of talked about this a little bit, looking at the U- Ukraine and Russia thing mm-hmm. here, how God can use somebody who's bad right. to do God's good, you yeah. know, and what he wants to maybe purge out of something he could use for that. Yeah. And we're talking about the same kind of thing right here, mm-hmm. even though they may not be, you know, God, they are appointed by God for this time for maybe this purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yep. Yeah. I mean, if you read the book of Judges, You'll see the people there that God selected to liberate Israel from their oppressors That's right. were very flawed people. Yeah. And even after God used them, they went on to do flawed things. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So God works with what he has available. Right. And only, only God can take a flawed thing mm-hmm. and use it for his perfect, you know, to execute his perfect will. Right. Of what he wants to accomplish in the world. Yep. You're exactly right, man. You're exactly right. And, um, so here we see a, uh, you know, I look at these verses as kind of a contract. You know, if they do their part, we should do our part as, as law abiding citizens. Sure. And it says in return for obeying the law, you know, leaders are to punish evildoers and praise do, uh, good doers. That's right. So, you know, if our civil leaders expect us to be uh, law-abiding citizens and obey the law and submit to their authority, they need to punish evildoers yep. and they need to encourage and praise those who are doing good in society. Absolutely. Okay, now if they deviate from that, then again, we run into that situation. Okay, now we're going to have to get guidance from God whether we continue to submit to them right. or should we resist them. That's right. And if we should resist them, how should we resist them? Which we'll get into here a little bit later on. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and when they start getting corrupt and uh, you start seeing a pattern of behavior coming with these, you know, things that are happening. Because everybody, everybody can make a mistake. I don't want to just say one bad decision would disqualify somebody. For me, 
you know, um, if I'm looking at it, because they are human, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going to make mistakes. But, you know, are we seeing a consistent pattern of behavior of corruptness as well? Right. So maybe there was something behind the scenes, or maybe there's something there, period, that we don't we don't know about. Mm-hmm. We don't know everything that, that goes right. on with those. So, but, um, but you know, is this something that we're seeing? You mentioned fruit earlier. You know, are we seeing fruit, or was this one bad fruit? You yeah. know what I mean? Or is it the whole tree that's, that's getting this way? So yeah. But uh, anyway, all right, continue on, brother. And if we're to obey the uh, ordinances of man, then. You know, our leaders are obligated to pass moral laws. If they pass immoral laws, then they've become corrupt. Yeah. You know, again, and I'll tell you right now is a good, good one to watch is, uh, what is his name? DeSantis mm. out of Florida. Yeah. We're seeing him pass some good moral laws in his state right now. Right. Um, talking about trying to keep, um, you know, our kindergartners and, 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 you know, grade level children, uh, from being subjected to and taught to about, you know, gender identity and, and confusion thereof, excuse me. Yeah. I mean, um, five, six and seven year olds aren't interested in that's that. That's right. No. And, no. and they don't need to know about that at that point in their that's lives. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly, my, and I've got a seven year old. Yeah. And, um, and there's no way, no way that I feel comfortable with anybody talking to her about sexuality or anything else. Mm-hmm. The only thing that she's learning about right now is got the Garden of Eden. And the mm-hmm. reason why, you know, Adam and Eve had to cover themselves, you know, once they sinned. Now that's about as far as I want to get with it with her at that age. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Really truly. And, yeah. and it's certainly not for a teacher's position. Right. Or uh, anybody th- else to be able to make that. It should fall into my home. I'm a parent. Yeah, it's it's the parents obligation, responsibility and right to to share that with their child when the parent thinks it's the right time. And we could even get into that into a later podcast, you know. There, mm-hmm. That's biblical parents raising their children based upon moral, you know, standards. And right. so, yeah. you know, if we have the fabric of the of America or uh, based under the godly moral law that we should have, and I say moral law because that's the way it ought to be, the godly moral law, um and because if you got corrupt morals, you think that what you're doing is morally cor- correct, but it's really corrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm basing it towards, you know, the, the infallible word of God, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, the, 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 the truth by all means. Yeah. Then, uh, then this wouldn't even be a, an issue. But anyway, I got a sidetrack there, but. Yeah. And the word of God says, woe to those that call good evil and That's evil right. good. That's exactly right. And light darkness and darkness light. That's right. And like you said, even though they're corrupt, they're blinded to it because they honestly think yes. what they're, the agenda they're pushing is the best agenda That's for right. humanity. That's right. You know, but you know, when they stand before God and all things become clear to them, they're going to realize they were on the wrong side of morality. Yeah. Well, you know, there has to be something to compare this to. When you, when we write the law, it's ever changing. You know, when we write, you know, the Bible says that God's law is written on the hearts of man. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, the compass of, of good and evil is based off of God's standard of good and evil. But when we start writing our own, it's ever fluctuating. God's doesn't fluctuate. Mm-hmm. God doesn't ever say this is evil today, but good tomorrow. Right. It, what's bad is bad and what's good is good. And, and that's why, you know, uh, darkness and light can't exist in the same spot. Light casts out darkness. Yep. So, you know, when, when we come into this, but what has happened is, is man has made themselves idols. They've made themselves God idols. To where you are now the one who dictates what the judgment standard should be. But when you start doing that from generation to generation or even from person to person, now you start getting this roller coaster looking thing of what is right and what is wrong that's ever changing and ever mm-hmm. fluid. Yeah. Well. Exactly. And that was the, that was the fall in the garden. 
Yes, that's exactly right. Was exactly man right. wanting to have the ability to declare you know, what's right and what's wrong? Because yeah. it was the not, it was the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's right. That's right. That they you know they wanted that knowledge. Satan told them they'd be like God. Yeah. What he didn't tell them though was that they would spiritually die. Be separated from God. Be from separated God. from God. You know, they that's thought, right. "Wow, we'll be equal with God." Mm-hmm. And, you know, they probably assumed in all respects. Mm-hmm. You know, and even when they gained that knowledge, it didn't give them the authority to implement or declare what was right and what was wrong. You know, yeah. God, He's the sovereign God, and He reserves that right for Himself. That's why the tree was forbidden. The fruit was forbidden to them in the first place. Only God can declare right and wrong, good and bad, what's sin and what isn't sin. And so these people that are blinded to this, that, you know, go off on these tangents and make these, these crazy laws or stuff that, that's pushing against, um, you know, what we were founded on, by the way, mm-hmm. the country was founded on the, the freedom of religion, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to worship God, um, you know, how we saw fit and in this manner, as a matter of fact. So don't, don't try to tell me that we need to worship God as somebody else was doing it, the, the, the. Our country was founded upon the freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. In other words, the government couldn't tell us what we had to believe, right? But God was integrated and woven into every fabric that was laid for the foundation for us. It's why it's on our money. It's why it's in the Constitution. It's why it's in the Bill of Rights. All these things reference God in, the, mm-hmm. in them. So, um, yeah, it's based on God's standard of morality. That's exactly right. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Yeah. But anyway, but you'll see the true character of a man. Who? What's really in their heart based off of what their the evidence is? And one of those, well, like I meant, like I was saying, is, is DeSantis. I see good, you know, moral. Ordinances and laws coming out of him because mm-hmm. I believe it's what's in him. Yeah. And even though his mouth lines up with that, President Trump's mouth didn't, but his heart did. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. We're getting back to the things. I want to see what they're ruling by, not what they're saying, but what are they ruling by in any position, right? Because we got some politicians that say everything right and do everything wrong. Right. So you have to look at the actions, that's the exactly fruit that right. they bear. And we're, and we're, yeah. and we're buying into that, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Sorry, buddy. Okay. So, um, folks, that's about all the time we got for today, too. So, uh, we're going to get back into it. We're we're making progress. Pastor Mike, we're making progress because we got through two verses (laughs) this time. (laughs) Folks, you'll be happy to know we only have 57 left to go. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, but, but don't, don't, don't run off too quick now. Y'all stick around. Uh, we'll be coming back and, uh, we're going to finish up the submission topic and I think we're going to get into the resistance piece of it next Mm -hmm. time. Okay. Well, yeah. that's the that's the game plan, at least, isn't it, Brother Rick? That's the game plan. Okay. But until then, folks, y'all, look, God bless you. We love you. Hope y'all having a great day. Keep your head up. Remember, God is always in charge. You are victor in yeah. all things, all right? Yeah, and no matter what, you know, uh, like Pastor said, God's in charge, and his, his will's going to be done. So, you know, no matter what's going on, just prepare your heart for the coming revival. That's right. Amen. 